Mike Dell's World number 170 for November 12th, 2010. Brought to you by Dr. Peacock's podcast.
was Bobby Yang and his unrivaled players. And as I said at the top of the show there, this podcast is brought to you by Peekoff.com. That's P-I-E-K-O-F-F.com. Dr. Leonard Peekoff is a expert on Ayn Rand's philosophy of objectivism. He's created a popular website that features weekly podcasts where he addresses questions asked by real people who are challenged with real problems and are looking for an objectivist opinion. His unique ability and credentials to apply objectivism to real-life situations based on his understanding of that philosophy, his academic accomplishments, and his experience in a radio talk show give him that ability. You can hear uh, Leonard Peikoff's practical answers to questions submitted to his website every week by using uh, objectivism as the foundation for his responses. You can, uh, let's see, go over to www.peakoff.com or just click the banner over here at mikedell.com, my website, and you can submit a question, find new relevant topical podcasts every week. And uh, in case you're not familiar with Ayn Rand, she uh, wrote the book uh, called uh, Atlas Shrugged, which, by the way, I'm about eight hours into the 64 hours of it on, on uh, from Audible. So Audible's not a sponsor of mine, but uh, I know other podcasts where it is, and you can get that for free uh, over on other podcasts that have Audible as a sponsor. Anyway, <laughs> 64 hours. It's going to take me a while to get through it, uh, especially while keeping up with podcasting. So anyway, sorry it's been a, a little while since I podcast. Of course, I say that every time, but uh, yeah, sometimes just the way it goes. Uh, this week I had quite a Quite an ordeal with, uh, well, I'll use quotes here, customer service over at uh, Charter. And uh, I guess I can get into that. That's going to be kind of my rant of the week. Um, it was uh, it was really something else. Uh, well, Sunday I noticed it. Well, here, let me back up. We'll, we'll go through the whole weekend here. Saturday. Uh, Kathy and I got tickets to go to the Michigan State uh, Minnesota game down there in East Lansing. So we took uh, took those tickets and uh, drove down to Lansing, which is uh, about a three and a half hour drive south of here. So we got up kind of early, went down there. It was a noon game. We got there uh, just as the game started, or you got seated just as the game started. Of course, we had to park a mile away from the stadium and you know it's been 20 some odd years since i'd been to michigan state being a michigan fan don't really uh, get to michigan state all that often don't get to michigan all that often we try to get down to ann arbor once a year during football season but uh, this year we didn't go but anyway went down there watched the game that was great uh we left uh pretty much you know, halfway through the fourth quarter, we started making our way out of there, which was probably a good thing. Of course, we missed the only uh, Minnesota score of the game as they scored as we were walking do it down the ramps. They don't have stairs there. Well, they do have stairs, but they also have this big ramp set up to get up to the uh, upper decks. We were kind of in the nosebleed seats, but at the 50-yard line, which was, was kind of nice. Then we went over to a very famous... A stringed instrument store here in Michigan, and and well, they're pretty much famous worldwide for uh, you know 
handling banjos, guitars, mandolins, you know, basically anything acoustic strings. They also do have an electric guitar section, but anyway, I got to, got to play a nearly $6,000 Gibson banjo. That was pretty cool. Although uh, it didn't sound any better on it than I do on my uh, my five hundred dollar uh, Washburn banjo, <laughs> but that's more about the player than the uh, than the instrument. And I found the uh, banjo I wanted. This one was oh, this one was only thirty five hundred dollars. It's called a uh, Lao Zi banjo, spelled L A W Z E E, I think, or something like that. Anyway, it's their uh, golden roll special banjo and it has a uh, instead of mother of pearl on it it has a mother of toilet seat <laughs> so anyway it has a picture of a toilet and a couple of uh, rolls of toilet paper all done in mother of pearl or as they call it mother of toilet seat but it's a very uh, very fancy banjo and uh, you know sounded good and actually sounded just as good as the uh, as the uh, Gibson that I played but uh, Anyway, that was a lot of fun on the on the way out of town. Then we made it back here. Get back here, and the uh, internet's kind of flaky. Uh, not bad, but just a little flaky. The TV actually was a little flaky too, the cable TV. And uh, I guess I don't know. I, I think I podcasted during the uh, Midwest hurricane that uh, we were having a couple weeks ago, and I guess that screwed up some of the lines around here for the cable system uh on this side of the street here all the cables underground but just across the street there's an apartment building and the cable comes in perpendicular to the street that i'm at uh, above ground and apparently they had some uh, damage where the cables went through the woods and they had a little noise on the line no big deal I mean, but my internet still worked and the tv like i said was a little bit flaky but not terrible and Monday, I noticed it was out and then back on and out and back on, you know, and it kind of did that on and off all day Monday. And Tuesday, I noticed a, a bucket truck uh, across the street working on a pole. And, you know, cable went on, went off, went on, went off. The internet went on, went off, you know, with with him messing with whatever he was messing there. And then he took his bucket and put it down, and he backed up across the street and put it and parked his bucket truck in my driveway and went over and worked on the little box in the ground where my cable and the neighbor's cable come off of this little box. And and I, you know, I was kind of not messing with the internet at the time. I don't know what I was doing, but I noticed he was gone, and I noticed my internet was gone with him. So I called Charter. And this is where the fun began. Called Charter and I said, hey, your guy was just here uh, doing something across the street and then uh, on my side of the street. And uh, when he left, my TV works, but my uh, cable internet doesn't work. Oh, okay, well, you know, and they said, well, unplug your modem, unplug this, unplug that, do this, reboot your computer, blah, 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 all the crap that they tell you to do. Of course, none of it helped. I said, well, really, I don't think it's anything in the house. It was working fine until he was messing with that box outside. Okay, okay, well, we'll send a tech over. Uh, and apparently they couldn't send one over till Wednesday. So Wednesday I had to stay up. You know, you guys know I work night shift, and normally I'm asleep by noon anyway. 
And he said, well, we'll send a tech over. He'll be there between 11 and 1 on Wednesday. Now, all right, I guess that'll do. So anyway, uh, 1 o'clock comes around. He's not here. I get on the phone. I say, hey, your tech's not here. It's 1 o'clock. I got to get to sleep. What the hell? Blah, 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 you know. All right, fine, fine. And anyway, they finally the tech shows up about uh, about one thirty, And he's not a charter employee. He's a contractor to charter, which red flags and warning bells were going off at that point. He comes in the house with a modem in his hand. I said, dude, it's not the modem. And he said, it's nothing in the house. It's something they did out the box. He just totally wouldn't hear of it. No, 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 we got to do this first. Okay, whatever. So he changes the modem, he call, gets on the phone, he calls him to, to apportion the modem or whatever he's got to do to make it work with the cable system, blah, blah, blah. It's fine, dandy, whatever. Now, no internet. So then, obviously, never seen a Macintosh in his life. He said, oh, how do I get on the, where's your internet explorer? Said, okay, <laughs> now that now I know this guy really don't know what the hell he's doing. But anyway, I showed him, well, we don't have Internet Explorer. There's uh, there's Chrome. There's Firefox. And if you have to, there's Safari. And uh, anyway, he tried, of course, nothing. So then he, uh, well, I'll go get my meters. And he plugs in the meters, and he said, well, your uh, your signal's too high. The signal's too high? Well, what the hell is he talking about? So then he goes outside and proceeds to uh, put a, uh, where I had a double splitter outside, you know, one goes to the TV and one goes to the where the uh, modem is. So he goes outside and he changes the uh, two-way splitter into a three-way splitter, and apparently that cuts the signal down. So anyway, he gets it to where the meter says the signal's fine. He plugs it, you know, plugs it all back into the modem. Nothing. Of course, I knew this, and I'm telling him, dude, it's outside. Whatever he was doing Tuesday is what happened to my cable. Or to my internet. That's what you got to go fix. Oh, well, we got to do this. So he gets another modem. So well, I must have blew up the modem with that high signal. Well, yeah, right. Anyway, obviously not an RF engineer either. <clears throat> so about 3.30, he gives up and leaves. You know, after the modem, the third modem that he put in there won't sink and, and all this. And his supervisor doesn't have any more clue than... He does, and, and I, you know, okay, whatever. So then fast forward to uh, that evening, they said, or he, well, when he left, he says, you know, 3.30, he says, uh, well, I'll have the, uh, one of the line guys come out and look in the box. I don't have the keys to get into the box and blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. Well, I wake up at uh, about 9 o'clock with, with less sleep than I wanted and notice no cable uh, or no internet. So obviously that didn't work. So my wife called him, said, oh yeah, yeah, we got a guy coming out. They work 24 hours a day. They'll be out sometime during the night probably and we'll take a look and so on and so forth. Fine and dandy. Well, I get up, you know, I go to work and work my night shift. Come, come home uh, yesterday morning, still out. So I get on the phone again. Of course, when you get on the phone, and I've got some complaints about that, but you get on the phone, you got to deal with the voicemails or the whatever voice system. 
And, you know, of course, they want to run you through all these checkouts and stuff. And finally, I figured out how to do that. You, you know, when they ask you to say what you were calling for and you don't say anything and they say you can't, they can't hear you, eventually some human will answer. So I get this other person, and I don't know what country they're in. Uh, did a little research online uh, at work there to find out where their call centers were and, uh, Near as I can tell, this guy was either in Mexico City or the Philippines. I don't know, but obviously didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, I, you know, at this point I'm ticked. I was like, dudes, you know, I, I've told you Tuesday when I called you. This is the third day I've been dealing with this. I told you it's not in the house. Well, the tech never put in the work order for the line guy to come out and look, and we've got to start over from scratch. I said, the hell we do. And, you know, of course, he wanted me to stay up and wait for this guy to let him in the house again. And I, No, not going to happen. You guys fix whatever it is outside that that guy was doing on Tuesday, and if it still doesn't work, then we'll talk about you guys coming back in the house, but I don't want you back in my house because everything in here is fine. And, you know, and then it just, ah, it just galls me that, you know, those guys just, you know, they, they, I know they got a script. It's not their fault, but the system's broke. Yeah, I understand, you know, somebody's computer screws up. I, I understand, you know, that at nine times out of ten it's the computer. But I can tell them, you know, I, I'm a little more savvy than that. And I could tell them that, no, it's something outside. The modem's not syncing. Everything else is fine. The lines are fine. The guy changed it. That, you know, it's the third modem I've had. It was fine. You know, the first one was probably fine. So on. Anyway, so I, I you know, it was definitely not nice. <laughs> and then I got on Twitter, and, of course, I've been tweeting back and forth with guys at Charter, and apparently one of them finally got the point. And, and uh, I went to bed about 10 o'clock yesterday morning because I was beat from, you know, not getting enough sleep the day before. And... The dog was barking about 2 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, and I get up and I see there's a, a charter van in the yard, and I look out the other window, and there's a guy fiddling around in the box outside. So I walk over to the computer, hit refresh on uh, Firefox or whatever browser it was up, and boom, there I've got internet. Ah, see, should have done that Tuesday or Wednesday morning or whenever, but should have done that first. So anyway, needless to say, I've got my internet. One thing I do want to tell you is, you know, tell anybody out there that's in customer support, when you have a disgruntled customer on the line, it is not the time to upsell them. These people, every time I got on with a support tech, and it was probably I got on the phone four different times with them, and they could, well, you could have, you can get H, an HD cable box, a set-top box, and and, and you know, internet, phone, and all this, and one of them, it was funny, he goes, he go, he said, uh, you know, oh, we, we got uh, phone service for just $35 a month or whatever it was, unlimited calls anywhere in the United States and Canada. And I said, yeah, and if I had that, it would be out right now too. So what the hell are you, are you trying to sell me that for? I'm, you know, if I had any alternatives, I didn't tell him this, but if I had any alternatives, I'd have been gone. You know, if Verizon had Fios or... Or uh, if AT&T DSL wasn't so lame, I, I would I would have switched in a heartbeat. So anyway, uh, like I said, I, I do tech support for uh, Raw Voice, obviously, Blueberry. And, uh, you know, our paying customers, we have paying customers and we have uh, free customers and we support them all. But 
you know, when somebody's obviously having a trouble with our service, it's not the time that I'm going to tell them they need to buy hosting from us or they they need to uh, buy, uh, you know, stats from us. Uh, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sell them on something when they're having problems with what they already have. <laughs> I mean, come on. And like I said, you know, I can understand Charter or any other big outfit like that, uh, you know, questioning the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? The tech savviness of their customers. But, you know, then again, I can pretty much tell fairly quickly whether the person I'm talking to is tech savvy or not, you know, when I'm doing a support call. In fact, uh, it's kind of funny. A lot of times they'll start talking over my head and it's like, well, you're kind of out of my pay grade. But, you know, when they're talking about, all I'm trying to do this and that and the other thing with the CSS and this, and I'm doing making a call to that. Well, that's that's beyond me. <laughs> I can get you, I can get you going, but uh, uh, when it comes to that uh, high tech stuff, I'm I'm not that uh, up on it. You know, I I do the basic stuff, as you know. My WordPress site isn't doing anything fancy. It's just a plain old WordPress blog, and got my podcast feeds off of that, and, and it works fine. And, you know, my motto as far as podcasting is, is keep it simple. But, you know, some people don't. In fact, you'd be amazed at some of the you know sites that I've seen and some of the weird setups people have. And, and that's great, you know. And, you know, we can usually get them going between uh, me and and uh, our, our developers and, and all that. You know, sooner or later we can get them what they want. And that's good. But uh, like I said, there's no excuse for, for a customer service as bad as uh, as charter had uh, like i said they did get me up and going and uh, apparently they're going to give me some sort of credit on my bill for the three days plus i've been having issues and we'll see what that credit is if i figured it out the total cost of the internet per month and whatever it worked out to about three dollars a day so <laughs> if they give me more than that i'll be surprised if they give me less than that i won't really be that surprised or if they don't give me anything off of it i, I won't be surprised but <laughs> anyway if you got a choice any well i guess that probably goes with any big cable company or i'm sure at&t's got its issues well i know it does so anyway hey uh played that song from uh, bobby yang I'm sure if you're a long-time listener, you know that I had Bobby Yang in my studio over at the radio show uh, playing live uh, for a couple of songs. I don't know, three, four songs they did over there, and he's, he's quite good. Another gal that I've had in my uh, studio, another group, I guess you'd call it. Well, not really a group. It's just her, but uh, Katie Curtis. Uh, she stopped by my uh, radio show, and uh, just her and her guitar. Uh, of course, I've got her studio album here, but uh, I'm going to play one of uh, one of her songs. And I don't know if I've played this one before or not, but it's one of my favorites. It's called uh, Dad's Yard. So anyway, this is Katie Curtis off of her Hello Stranger CD. chair it's got no seat cracked snowshoes warped wooden skis hardcover books 
pages all turn brown My dad has a reason for everything he keeps around So if you need something when times get hard You can probably find it in my dad's yard And if you need hope, if you're coming apart Boxes on the second floor. Cause underneath the paper, crumpled up in balls, you might find a gem or you might find nothing at all. And that's the fun of it, it's that mystery in all these things bearing other people's history. And wonder where it's been Or you can pick it up And you can use it again So if you need something When times get hard You can probably find it In my dad's yard And if you need hope If you're coming apart the dust and the grime he can see potential where the rest of us are blind he will polish the gray until it shines clear blue and if you know my dad well he won't give up on you
Okay, that was Katie Curtis and uh, My Dad's Yard off of her CD, Hello Stranger. And, uh, you know, that's, I think I told this story uh, back when it happened. It was a couple summers ago. Uh, Katie came t- to uh, Traverse City. Well, that sounded stupid. Katie came to Traverse City to play a concert over at a little artsy-fartsy place in a neighborhood in Traverse City called the Warehouse District. And uh, just to get an idea what uh, the warehouse district is like, it's a bunch of old uh, brick warehouses along the uh, Lake Michigan shoreline on West Cran Travers Bay, actually. But uh, it's part of Lake Michigan. See, every time I say I live uh, right on uh, Lake Michigan, I say, no, you don't. You live on the bay. Well, same thing. <laughs> anyway, it's part of Lake Michigan. Anyway, the warehouse district is... Uh, like I said, old, some old brick warehouses and some uh, artsy-fartsy sort of businesses have moved in there. Uh, this particular place that does these concerts is also an art gallery. So they have an art gallery in front, and they got a nice stage in the back. And, and you know, in this big warehouse building. And Anyway, that's where she played. But uh, that night, I got to introduce her and... Uh, Part of the deal was that this art gallery was sort of promoting the radio station that I work at once every two weeks now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I, I got to talk a little bit about the uh, community public radio that I work at. Or well, it's not really public. Well, it is public radio. It's non-commercial radio anyway. Uh, community radio is what everybody likes to say. It's a college radio station, but really doesn't have a lot to do with the college other than... Uh, that's where the studio is. There's uh, darn few college students that uh, that DJ over there. In fact, uh, me at uh, nearly 45 years old, I'm one of the younger of the uh, DJs over there. <laughs> so it tells you kind of what it's like. But this warehouse district, uh, another there's a, a really great microbrew place over there uh, called the Right Brain Brewery. And... Uh, in with the Right Brain Brewery. In fact, it's right uh, in the same. There's one big warehouse that has a bunch of little places in it, and Right Brain's in there. And there's also a barber shop, a beauty salon barber shop, mostly a barber shop, I guess. But uh, what's cool about that is you can go over to Right Brain, get a get a growler of beer or a, or a big mug of beer, and then go over and get your hair cut while drinking beer. <laughs> what's wrong with that? Nah, nothing wrong with that, as long as the uh, barber's not doing too much of the drinking. And same thing with this uh, inside-out gallery, the art gallery. Uh, the cool part about that is, uh, you know, it's right across the alley from uh, Right Brain. You can go over to Right Brain, get your growler, and then you walk over and you can drink your beer and watch music and uh, or whatever they got going on in the, uh, in the uh, stage area in the back. Uh, they don't have a liquor license, but... Uh, that's kind of a one of those hipster, uh, artsy-fartsy neighborhoods. I, I'm sure uh, most larger towns have that. Of course, Traverse City is not a big city. It's a large town, or, well, maybe a normal town. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, that's the story of, of that. Uh, let's see what else has been going on. Hey, Jim Farley and I have uh, resumed doing... The What's Up With That podcast, uh, the last couple of them we've actually done every other week, and uh, we're going to do every other week if uh, we can help it uh, from here on out. 
Uh, next one will be next Friday. Uh, today, well, as I record this, is uh, Friday morning. So uh, about this time next Friday morning, we'll be doing uh, a What's Up With That. And we're getting back to our roots. Uh, we're going to just, uh, you know, do uh, funny news stories, uh, talk about the uh, strange stuff going on in the world, things that make you say, well, what's up with that? So uh, I said definitely go check that out. Uh, in fact, tonight I'm going to have dinner with Jim Farley. He uh, is up at his cottage. He normally lives in Dayton, Ohio, but he has a uh, cottage out on, uh, what is that, little, little Platte Lake. That's it. Uh, in Honor, Michigan. It's only about 25 miles from us, so we're uh, meeting him at uh, Chili's tonight. Uh, he, for some reason, really likes Chili's because they don't have any in his area. He's actually from Piqua, Ohio, which is a little north of Dayton. I don't know. I think there's a Chili's around there somewhere, but I don't know. But he seems to really like it, and so does his wife. So, uh, so we're going to meet him over there tonight. After I take my afternoon siesta. And uh, let's see. Uh, since I've been offline, I haven't been offline completely. i, I got to admit, I have, have my Motorola Droid on Verizon. And no, I didn't buy the the tethering plan. But there's a little program for the Droid called PDA-Net. I think they make it for the iPhone and BlackBerry also, but it... Uh, I consider that my emergency backup internet plan, so that's uh, why I didn't feel too bad about using that. But I didn't use it a lot, um, but it allows me to hook my MacBook up to my Droid phone and uh, and uh, essentially tether. It was kind of funny though. I'd, I was running low on podcasts. I didn't want to download podcasts using the uh, the Droid, uh, although I do use Google Listen. And I did do that a little bit, you know, to just to fill in the uh, the daily podcasts that I like to listen to. I did that, but I went over to the public library yesterday, uh, you know, Traverse City Public Library, and you know, they got this big, beautiful building, and got good good internet over there, good uh, Wi-Fi. And uh, well, first off, I went to McDonald's. I thought, well, geez, I'll go have breakfast and. And uh, sit there and download podcasts. Their top speed was 400, uh, 400K. And, you know, when I looked at all the podcasts that I wanted to download, that I download, you know, I, I listen a lot, being that I work by myself at night, you know, and I'm always listening to podcasts. So, anyway, that wasn't going to work. But I did have breakfast. And then I uh, drove over to the public library, and uh, man, they got some fast internet over there now. Not. Not nearly as fast as I have here when it's working, but and it's working right now just fine. You know, I got uh, 20 meg down, one meg up. Yeah, the one meg up kind of sucks, but 20 meg down is nice. But they, you know, over there at the library, I, I believe it was three or four meg down uh, on their Wi-Fi, and that you know, was plenty fast. And you know, sat there and uh, read the newspaper while uh, I downloaded probably a. Uh, I don't know, at least a, a gig of uh, podcasts. And, and then, of course, you know, yesterday evening, my internet was back on at home, so I could, you know, catch the, the later podcasts that, uh, that come in. But <laughs> anyway, 
well, I don't know, should I play another song or should I just cut this short? Uh, well, I'm not going to give you the choice because I'm not doing this live. So, uh, hmm, what can I play? Ah, here we go. Let's uh, let's play one. Uh, this is another local Traverse City group. Of course, Katie Curtis and Bobby Yang are not locals, but they've played local. And they played in my studio. Uh, this this group here, Detour Bluegrass, I've played some of their other stuff before, I believe. They're a local group, but yet they've not played on my show, Turkeys. But yeah, we'll play a classic, uh, Handsome Molly. This is by a group called Detour Bluegrass, local here to Traverse City, on their CD called Radio Hill. Podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. Find other great podcasts over at www.blueberry.com. Also available on the Roku, the Boxy, the uh, Samsung, the Google TV, and soon to be a few other places. But anyway, hey, gotta gotta pimp the network. <laughs> anyway, hey, one other. Uh, thing that uh, come up kind of interesting i was listening to cliff ravenscraft we're at uh, podcast answer man it was one of the podcasts that i downloaded uh, at the library but uh, anyway audition for mac is out that's adobe audition for mac and of course right now i'm recording in audacity 
and to my digital recorder in case Audacity crashes. But uh, I, I also have Audition here on the Windows 7 machine, but uh, don't have Audition for the Mac because they never made it for the Mac. But uh, Cliff says it's available for the Mac right now in beta. Uh, of course, the beta would be free, but uh, I don't know when it expires. But I'm going to go over and uh, download that on the MacBook because uh, it would be really cool to have Audition on the Mac. I don't know if I'm going to pay the 300 and some odd dollars it costs to <laughs> to get a license once it uh, once it's uh, available, but we'll see. It might be that good. It might not be. But anyway, uh, go over to uh, podcastanswerman.com. And I think Cliff's got a link to it, or at least I hope he does, because uh, he talked about it. So anyway, well, I'm going to call this a podcast. I don't have my uh, soundboard all loaded up here, so I don't have all my sound effects and my liners and all that stuff. I was actually playing the music out of iTunes. It was kind of interesting. Just before my internet went out on Tuesday, I was reorganizing my hard drives on this uh, Windows 7 machine. And the main hard drive is only 160 gig, and then I put a terabyte in there after the fact as the storage drive. But all my iTunes stuff was on the 160 gig drive, and uh, I looked at the iTunes library, it was 92 gigabytes. I was like, well, geez, that's kind of silly. So I looked up online how to, how to move stuff over to the other drive. So, you know, I did that and made the music... Uh, library in windows 7 be on the uh, on the gigabyte drive and not the not the 160 gig main drive because i didn't really want to reinstall windows and go through all that hassle well come to find out when you do that it, it deauthorizes your itunes installation and you got to reauthorize it well the problem was that the internet went out whilst i was copying all that stuff over so <laughs> really sucked that even on my uh, even on my iPod, I was not able to listen to my Audible books because those are authorized through iTunes, at least on Windows. Well, I think on the Mac, too. I don't know. anything. Yeah, just because it goes on the iPod. But uh, I was a little ticked off about that. Plus, all my podcasts weren't getting downloaded, so I had no new material to listen to. You know, that's what I use the audiobooks for is when I run out of podcasts. But... Anyway, it's all squared away now, but uh, just it was ironic that it, it went down when it did. So, anyway, enough uh, belly aching about uh, not having internet. Uh, I plan on uh, doing my research for the next two episodes of Aviation History this week. That's over at flightradio.com. Uh, of course, the first one that I'm going to do is going to be kind of outdated by the time it gets released, but uh, the next one will will be on time. But uh, yeah, it's all interesting stuff. It's where I talk about uh, interesting milestones in aviation history that happened during the week that I released the podcast. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, uh, flightradio.com. And uh, of course, you guys know about that site. It's uh, started as a frequency listing for people that like to listen to air traffic control on their police scanners and uh, and at air shows and stuff. And 
Of course, I have been updating that a little bit, but not as much as I have in the past. But that's going to all change because February I have a deadline for a book. Be a new book coming out, being Flight Radio Version 1, The Complete Guide to Listening to Air Traffic Control on Your Police Scanner or on Your Scanning Radio. I don't know what my subtitle is going to be, but uh, anyway, the... the uh, Editorial deadline is February, so I've got three and a half months to uh, to compile that and get it off to the editor. So uh, look for that available. Hopefully, ah, I don't know. Figure once it's gone through editorial, uh, since I'm uh, since since I know how this is going to be produced, <laughs> I'm figuring March April, uh, at least for the first edition. And what's going to be nice about it is this is going to be one of those uh, ongoing frequency guides. Uh, there used to be one years ago called AirScan. It was by Tom Kniefel. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, it was associated with Popular Communications magazine. And uh, they haven't published a new version of that since 1989. So uh, hopefully this one will take over. But it's it's going to be called Flight Radio. And, uh, of course, that'll be heavily promoted on flightradio.com. Although, like I said, flightradio.com is going to be several things. I'm going to be doing aviation-related podcasts over there, such as Aviation History This Week. And I got another one in the uh, cooker with a different host, although I may be a guest on that one. But uh, we're going to see if we can't make kind of a aviation information network out of flight radio since it's such a cool domain name and plus the books or book you know there'll be another edition i'm guessing there'll probably be an edition every year for a while uh, with new information and new frequency lists and whatnot and you know at least until uh until it gets uh, stabilized but i want to get it out there so hmm adding author to my uh list of uh, of many things that I do mediocrely. Mediocrely? Yeah, like speaking English. <laughs> anyway, catch me later.